Tafchav Beis. So the Mishnah had brought the story about the dog, the famous dog that we've been talking about. We've mentioned him a few times. The Kelav Shanatol Charar Vahalach Vahidlik Vahalach Legadish, and it ate the Charara, which is some kind of a hot coal slash cookie. So it ate the Charara, and the Mishnah said Vahidlik is a Gadish, and then it burned down the field as well. So the Mishnah had said Al Charara, you pay Nezik Shalim, because obviously that would be Shane. Vala Gadish Mishalim Chatsi Nezik, and the Gadish you pay Chatsi Nezik, which would seem to be based on the Lacha we had before of Tzuris, but we have to understand how that works and what exactly the case is. So the Gemara opens up first for the first time now a discussion about Aish. We have not yet talked about Aish in any great detail. So here we do. The Pasuk says, I'll just start the Sugi, the Pasuk says, So you have a fire that goes out. We'll see what that means at the end of the daf. And it burns So the person who is Mavir, the bearer, who lit or the fire, he is the one who is going to be chayv. So let's talk about the nature of that chayv of Eish. Itmar. So this is a very lumdish Gemara. He says, what's the lumdus behind a fire? When a person is chayv, then he lights a fire, and a fire goes out and burns something else in someone else's field. What is he chayv for? Says Rabbi Yechonah, the lumdus there is no different than when you shoot an arrow. Just like when you shoot an arrow, you're not touching the person or the thing that it lands on. But your koyach that you have over here is going into when you pull back on the string and you shoot the arrow. And the arrow goes and does damage. So fire is the same thing. And therefore, according to Rebbe fire is mamish, an extension of other mamazik. You're a mazik, just you could be a mazik by punching somebody. You could be a mazik by shooting an arrow. You could be a mazik by lighting a fire. It's the same exact lumdus. Little different lambdas. Amar He says no. Aish is not uh, an extension of the person. Aish is no different than anything else you own that does damage. We said you can have an animal that does damage. You could dig a bar that does damage. These are not extensions of yourself. These are just things that you own and are responsible for. And therefore, says Rishlakish, fire is like that. Fire is like a shar or a bar, not like an arrow of a person. So for, before we get to the lumbness of it, Morris says, where does it come from? Why does he say it's and not going to be chitzai? He says, a arrow, when you shoot an arrow or throw something, your energy on the, on the physics level is inside that thing that you're throwing. You're the one who is moving and pushing the arrow to go forward. But a fire is not your kayach. You lit the fire, and the wind comes and moves it. It's not your koyach in the fire, and therefore says Rishlokish, don't tell me it has a din of chitzah, a din of an arrow. Rabbi Yechonah, my time like Rishlokish, why does Rabbi Yechonah hold that it is an arrow and not a din of money? There's nothing to own over here. Right? When you own a shore, when you own a bar, when you own something like that, chain, regular, etc., so it's yours, it's something physical you own, if it's something physical you own, you're responsible for it. Over here, you don't own anything. A fire is not something you can touch, pardon the pun, right? And therefore, a fire is not something you own, and therefore it cannot be a lumbus of ownership. Rashi says over here, an amazing thing, Rashi says the pushet nafkamina between these two things is, do you, what if it's a fire that you did not create? Okay, if I take, if you light a fire and I take your fire and burn something else, so according to Yechanan, I just picked up an arrow and shot an arrow. I don't have to own the arrow to hurt, to be chayev and be as a mazik. Whereas according to Shlakish, only if it's mine, if you if let an animal out 
and I just, you know, push the animal that way, I'm not responsible. At the end of the day, it's not my animal. So according to Rishlokish, if I take your fire and light something else, now just, let's just be very, very clear, because it's going to be a little tricky in the Gemara. If I take a fire and light something directly on fire, that is not Chayv Mishum Esh. Okay? That is Odom Amazik. If I'm holding a fire and I light something, Mamish, right now, the thing I light is not Esh. That is Odom Amazik. When the fire then travels to the next thing and burns it down, that are, that's when we start talking about Esh. The thing you light directly is for sure not Esh. That's Odom Amazik. No question asked. When it travels then, so now, if I do that with a fire that's not mine, so then according to Eshachash, I'm high for the thing I light, fine. But when it travels anymore, that's already not my fire. That's when whoever lit the fire, whoever's fire it was at the beginning, whoever struck the match. Whereas according to Be'echon, it's still my arrow. That's the Pashat Naf community in two Svars. Now we have to read a bunch of different Mishnayas about Hilchas Eish to understand if these Svars of Be'echon and Shlakish fit it. Let's go to the first one from our Mishnah tonight. Kelev Shonat Harar. Okay, so now let's read this Mishnah in two different ways. Says fire is just an extension, like an arrow. You're an adam amazik. So the chetz of the kelavu. So what happens in this case? So my animal picks up a arrow. In this case, it's a fire, but a fire is an arrow, and he goes ahead and throws the arrow or burns down someone's field. What is that? So Rashi explains an animal that throws an arrow. We already had that before. That's tsreiris. That is Mamish Treris. If an animal pushes something or bangs something directly, so it's an animal's a mazik, it could be shane, it could be regular, etc. But if an animal throws something, like an arrow, or in this case, fire, even if it doesn't own by the fire by the owner of the animal at all, then it's a din of Treris. So now we read the Mishnah is very good. So on the charara that he ate, of course, that's shane, and on the field that burned down, that's chatzinezek, because it's Treris. The Mishnah reads very, very nicely according to Rebbe who says it's because you own it and you're responsible for it. What does this fire have to do with this dog and the owner of the dog? No, we're not talking about where the owner of the dog lit the fire. Stam, the dog is running around, saw a hot, cold cookie there, and grabbed it, stole it, and ran away with it. We'll, we'll talk about the stealing part of it in a few minutes. But he stole it and ran away with it, and therefore, it's not a fire that the owner of the dog is responsible for at all. So why are you chayv at all? What's going on? How do you read the Mishnah according to Rish Lakish? I'll tell you why. We're talking about where the dog took the charara, ate part of it, and threw it. He threw it, and then it landed on the Gaddish. Oh. So now, on the eating of the cookie itself, he pays Nezik Shalim, that's shame. As I was just explaining, the part where you put down a fire on something is not ish. When you put fire down on something directly, that's direct mazik. No questions asked. However, in this case, the dog threw it. Now, if the dog took the cookie and put it on the, on the gadish, then on the place it put it down directly, you'd be chayv nezik shalim. Right? That would either be regel, etc. Over here, he threw it. And since he threw it, it's going to be either tsreiris, or it could be mashuna, Rashi says. But either way, it's not going to be nezik shalim. For one reason or another, it's going to be chetzi nezik. But, the Alagodish Kulay Pater. According to a Shlokish, when it's said in the Mishnah, you pay Chetzinezik, that's only on the place where the coal landed. Only on that one spot. Where the fire then traveled further, 
that's already a din of Eish. And since you did not start this fire, you didn't strike the match, therefore you're not going to be chayiv for the Eish part of the Sezik, you're only going to be chayiv for the Shein and or the Tzorah's part of the Sezik. So there's three parts to the Mishnah now. There's the Harara, the eating of it, there's the place where it started the fire, and then the place where the fire traveled. According to a Shlokish, on the thing you ate, Nezik Shalim. On the part where you threw the cookie and it landed on the, on the, on the Gaddish, because it's service. And where the fire continued, you're totally put. Whereas Rabbi Yechon is going to say, Rabbi Yechon says, I don't have to be talking about a case where it threw the cookie. It could be also where it threw the cookie. It doesn't make a difference to me. The actual fire itself, by definition, according to Rabbi Yechon, is service. Because it's a din of chetzai. So you could even be talking about a case where the dog took the call and put it down. Right? So on the charara, and on the makam gachelas, you're going to be paying over here, nezek shalei, on the rest of the fire, that's service. But on the place where it put it down directly, that's going to be regal, and therefore that's a normal thing the animal does, a regular extension of shame, however you want to look at it, and therefore it's going to be Nezik Shalom. So we have fun, two different, totally different ways to read the Mishnah. No question on the Harari you pay Nezik Shalom, that's not debatable. The question is on the Makam of the fire, what are we talking about? Are we talking about where you threw it, and therefore Chatzin Nezik is on the fire, a spot, and on the rest, you're totally putter. Or we tell about where you put it down, and therefore on the spot of the fire, you're going to pay Nezek Shalem, and the Chetzi Nezek that the mission mentions is on the rest of the Gaddish, because that is a Tzreris, a Chetz of the animal. So we have two different ways to read our mission. Tashma, let's bring another mission. The mission says, Gomal Toyin Pishtins. You have an animal that has a big pa- package of flax on its back, which is obviously very flammable. It's walking through a And you put way too much package on the back of the camel. And the camel, by accident, as it's walking past a storefront, there's a candle maybe in the storefront, right? It's at nighttime. And there's a candle inside the store. And the camel gets too close and it lights up. Okay, no big deal so far. But Vidolko Banera Shokhenveni Vihidlik Sabiro. And now, big deal. Obviously, the owner of the store is not responsible for what for the fire that it that started because it was in his store. He's allowed to have a fire there, it's no problem. But the fire now spread from the back of the camel and burned down the whole building. Burned down the whole building. So Bala, so who's responsible for the burning down of the building? So the Mishnah says, Bala Gomel Chayiv, the Bala Gomel is going to be Chayiv for the fire that spread and burned down the building. If the Chenveni left his candle outside in the Rosh where it does not belong, then the Chenveni is going to be Chayiv. Hold on, we'll get through all the details of who's Chayiv where. If you do, Aimer, this is one of the few places in a Mishnah in Shas where Hanukkah is mentioned. Rabbi Yudu says, Ner Hanukkah is potter. Since you're allowed to put a Ner Hanukkah outside your store, you put it there, Barashus, then you're not, the Balachenveni who put his Ner Hanukkah out there is not going to be responsible for the fire that was started. Okay. So now let's read this Mishnah according to Rabbi Let's read this Mishnah according to Rabbi Shlakish. If you say that Eish is a fire, is an arrow, like Rabbi Yechanan, so Chetzu the Gamal. It is the arrow of the Gamal. The Gamal was walking. It got itself caught on fire. It then moved the fire and burned down the building. That is like the camel shot an arrow. Now, you have to read it here. It's a little bit different because we just said that according to Rabbi Yechanan, that it's an arrow. An arrow of an animal is only Chetzi Nezek. Service. So you have to read the Mishnah when it said you have to pay for the burning down of the building, you're only paying Chetzi Nezik. 
Right? Even though it doesn't say that in the Mishnah, you have to understand that it's Chetzinezik, because that's Tzairus. Anytime an animal shoots an arrow, that's automatically going to be Tzairus, you have Chetzinezik. But at least you have something. According to Rishlachim, she says, you're only responsible because it's your fire. The fire, the match was struck, the candle was lit by the Chenveni. So maybe it's not the Chenveni's problem, but it's also not the Balagamal's problem. The Balagamal didn't do anything. He doesn't own this fire. If he didn't own the fire, why is he responsible for the fire that spread and burned down the building? Shouldn't be Chayv at all. So it's a Raya, like a Yechanan, that you're Chayv Eish, even if you don't own it. We're talking about where from the back of the animal, it lit directly the entire building. The animal moved or whatever it is, and we're talking about where he moved, and he lit the whole building. He was jumping around. He was nervous. There's a fire on his back, right? And he lit the entire building. So it's not the pshat the fire spread. It's the pshat he directly lit the entire building. We already explained. Everybody holds when you directly light the entire building, that's direct mazik. That's not a din of ish. And therefore, when the Mishnah says you're chayv, it's because he directly hit the whole building. If it's spread from this building to another building, you're not going to be chayv on the second building, the Balagomel. It's not his fire. It's not his responsibility. He's only responsible for the direct damage that he started. Sorry? Doesn't matter, but it's like an extension. It's no different than an extension of the animal. Just the animal's chayv when it gores with its horns or if it bangs with its, with its prumbi shabafiyah. We said all those things. The fire from the back of the animal direct is considered direct damage. That's not terrorist ish. The whole idea of ish is when ish moves and goes somewhere else beyond where you put it. Where you directly like the ish, the thing you let on fire here is not ish. It's not a hezek of ish. If a person does it, he's an adam amazik. And if an animal does it, it's just an extension of the animal. If it's normal, then it's shana regal, it'll be regal. If it's abnormal, it'll be carrot. But it's not ish yet. Ish is only when it spreads. If you burn something, it should grab it be If it's going to be, if it's going to be mitam, that could be. Could be. It could be. Or could be, again, uh, you have to determine if that's normal or not. If it's abnormal, then you'd be chayv anyways, right? Then you'd be chayv mitam, karen chetzinazek. But yes, and chanami. Says the Gemara, Chala Birkul. So, wait a second. If that's the case, then he lit it directly. So, then what's shot in the Sefer? The Sefer says, If we're talking about when the animal directly lit the building on fire, so why are you being Mechaev the Bechenveni just because he left the fire outside? Lemaisa, the animal took the fire and lit the building. Now, Tyson explains the Kash is not that the Bechenveni should be Chayev only. The, the Kash is that he should, they should split the Hezek. Yes, the Chemini was irresponsible by leaving a fire outside. So, but Lamaisa, the animal took the fire and didn't let it spread. The animal mamish directly lit the building on fire. So, of course, the Bala, Bala Gomel should be Chayev as well. Why does the Mishra say that the Chemini is Chayev? It says, has a strange answer, which we don't even explain, Rashi says, because it makes no sense so much that we just continue. But remember, the animal was not moving around. The he was not moving around and he lit the whole building on fire. Because then the Balagomel should have easily stopped the animal from lighting the building on fire. Right? If the animal's running around crazy, so it's a little bit hard for the Balagomel to stop him, fine. Mimele, you could discuss, you could think about it. But if the animal's standing still, well, like, what, just grab a bucket of water and put it out. Like, what's the big deal here? We're talking about where is Mesachseches by Oynes. Meaning, really, the animal, all things being equal, maybe the animal would have lit on fire and run away. The animal was in the middle of going to the bathroom. When an animal goes to the bathroom, it doesn't move. 
And now the fire lit on the back of the animal and jumped directly from the back of the animal onto the building. You still case of according to Reish And therefore, now the more explains. Reish, where the fire was lit inside the building and he was allowed to light there, Sabala Gol Machayev. Why? Because now we add the Svar, we sharpen it. The issue over here is, why did you put so much packages on the back of the gummel that made it that it would stick into the store and catch on fire? Therefore, we're going to be Mechaev over here, the Baal HaGomel. Seifa, when he lit the fire outside of a Shusarabim, he should not put it outside. So, normally you're right. If the animal on his own stopped, or the Amos Mesach Seches, then we will be Mechaev the Bala Gomel, and the Chanami, because he lit it directly, according to Eshlokish. The only reason we're not being Mechaev here totally is because Lemaisa, the animal was an Oynis for standing there so long because it had to go to the bathroom. So now we discuss, okay, so in terms of the movement of the animal, it's an Oynis, we're not going to be Mechaev the Bala Gomel. But now, who's gonna, who are we going to look at as the responsible party now? On one end, we could say the Bala Gomel is responsible for putting too much stuff there. And the only thing we could say, uh, if the Chemini left his fire outside, then he's going to be responsible because he shouldn't have put a fire there, and therefore he's going to be more responsible. Except on Hanukkah, he's allowed to put a fire over there. So we can read this Mishnah, again, both according to Rabbi Yechanan and according to Eshlakish, whether we're talking about, according to Rabbi Yechanan, it's easy. The fire just spreads based on the Gomel. So Yechayev Chetzi Nezek of Tzreiris, according to Eshlakish, must be talking about this case of Mesachet Seches, where he lit it directly. If he did not light it directly, then you're not going to be chayv because it's not the Balagomel's fire. Toshma, another case. Hamadlik es HaGodesh, following case, if you lit a field on fire, there was an animal tied up, right? The, the owner of the field had animals tied up over there. Maybe it's the owner of the field, maybe not, we'll see. And he had animals tied up in the field. And they burnt, they died. The Eved Samachlai, uh, there was also an Eved there, owned by somebody, and maybe the Eved, I don't know, did, didn't take, should have seen the fire, should have run away, didn't, and the Eved died as well. Okay. The Eved Samachlai, Venisafimai, so you're going to be Chayef. So you're going to be Chayef here for burning down the field. You're going to be Chayef here for the death of the animals that were tied up that burned down as well. Eved, you're not going to be Chayef for it. Because an Eved is a human being. Human beings should have been smart enough to run away. If he didn't run away, you're not chayav ritzicha, murder for that evid. But evid kafasloi, if the evid was tied up there, so the evid couldn't get away, and you lit a fire and burned down the field and killed the evid, and gedi samachlai, an animal was there. Now, an animal is not necessarily smart enough to run away, so the animal, even if it's not tied up, you're going to be responsible for the burning of the animal. So the venis of Imai, now, amazingly, you're potter. Why are you potter? Because it's Kimlein, we have Allah, we've seen many times in Shas, if you do one activity, and in that activity you do something which will give you a Chiv Misa, in this case murder, you killed the Evet, and a Chiv Maman for burning the Gedi, and for burning the Gaddish, so you get the Chiv Misa, Ritzicha, uh, whatever it would be over here, uh, and then your Potter from the Chiv Maman. Oh, so now we're taking a big Chiddush over here, that your Chayiv as a Ritzayach for lighting a fire. Now, how does that fit into Rabbi Yechon? Uh, doesn't matter. Kimlein and Ramadan always applies. You have Asra if you want. If we want to prosecute you, you're going to be you're going to need Asra like every other Ritzach. Yes, but Kimlein and Ramadan, since you would theoretically be Chayav, the Gemara says you'd be Chayav anyways. You'd be Pater and Es Kimlein and Ramadan. Oh. If we, go, if we go according to what you said before about the Gadish, that it's the, only the moment, the place where it catches the fire on the yes. Ever, yes. which is then only uh, only uh, a wound. 
No, but that would only be that would that makes it other mamazik directly. So let's fit it in. Hold on, let's read the Gemara. Bishra the Mesh Mishmachetsu Mishmachi Potter. If you hold it's an arrow, and anywhere the fire goes is your arrow, obviously if you shoot an arrow at somebody, you're a right seach. Even though you never actually stabbed him, but shooting an arrow, shooting a bullet, you're a right seach. No questions asked. So lighting a fire that travels and kills the Evid, you're a right seach. Pretty straightforward. If you say like Rishakash that Aish is just a shor, or Aish is just a, a different type of mazik that your owner is responsible for, so my potter. What's the Kimlainer? If your animal goes ahead and kills an Evid, are you Chayv as a Ritzach? No. The Gemara says, by when your animal kills an Evid, you pay Kaifer. You pay Kaifer. You definitely pay money. You're not a Ritzach when your animal kills somebody. So if you're not a Ritzach when your animal kills somebody, you're not a Ritzach when your fire kills somebody. Because Rabbi Yechon Rishlakesh says that Aish is like an animal. So in that case, what's going on in this Mishnah? Why you putter when you kill the Eved because of Kibbalah in the Ramina? You should not be Chayav Misa at all for something your fire did, according to Rishlakesh's Svarah. Samalachar Rishlakesh, 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 Like we explained. If the fire travels and kills an Eved, then in Echanami you're going to be Potter, meaning there's no din of Kimlam in the rabbi, in that case, you're not a murderer. Okay? But if the fight, you're, you're just a shark. You'd be chayef any damage. You'd have to pay back the value or something like that, but you wouldn't be chayef as a murderer, and then you'd have to pay the value of the evid, the value of the gdi, the value of the field. We're talking about over here where you lit the evid on fire. Okay? Why and how? I don't know. I don't care. But you lit the evid on fire directly. So we already explained, when you light the evid on fire directly, the place where you light the fire, that is not midin ish. That is real Ritzicha, and therefore that's why you're going to be Chayev Misa, and therefore Potter on Kimlin Ramana and all the rest of it. Shehitzis Begufa Shalevid, the Kam Lebid Ramine. Oh, so what's the Chiddush of this halacha? Yes, if I go ahead and light an Evan on fire, and he dies, and it causes damage, it burns his shirt, of course I'm Potter for the burning of the shirt. That's a classic case of Kimlin Ramine and all of Shas. What would be the Chiddush over here? We're talking about where it's owned by different people. And therefore, if everything over here is owned by different people, so now, who says that Kimlai Diramine works but two different people? Right? If I kill an Eved, and by killing the Eved, I burn his shirt. So of course, I'm putter on the shirt. The shirt and the Eved were owned by the same Balabayid. So therefore, of course, Kimlai Diramine both give them to one person. Once I have a Chiv Misa, I don't have a Chiv moment. But over here, where I lit a fire that killed an Eved and killed a Gedi and killed a... Uh, and, and burn down a field, maybe you would say, but to the Bala field, or the Bala Gedi, what does that have to do with them? The fact that I murdered someone toch Gedei, maybe for them I'd be mechuyiv to pay. Kamash this No, Kimlai Ramine is a din in the person, in the mazik. And if in one action, this still is a chiddush over here, if you think about it, because there's multiple results of your of your fire. This is a case like we had in the Gemara on Shabbos. The Gemara on Shabbos discusses a case where you shoot an arrow on Shabbos and it goes from Tchiyos Vishasram to the Saif and Tchiyos rips a beggar. Okay? So, normally the halach of Kimmel Dirameh is only when you do it all at the same time. But this is considered one extended Misa, however halachically you want to look at it, whatever the Lundus is, it's like an extended Misa, and therefore, since in that one extended Misa, you killed an Evan and burned down a field, we're going to say it's Kimlin the Rabbin, and the whole thing, you look at it as one big prosecution, and if you're going to have a Chiv Misa there for lighting the Evan directly on fire, so we come out here, according to this Gemara, that's a Pasha, those Gemaras and Shas were differently, but according to this Gemara, we have a Machlokes, Rebrechen, of, if you light a fire, it kills a person. According to Rabbi Yechon, if you light a fire and kill a person, you're a tzach. 
And according to a shlokish, you're only chayv if you light the person on fire directly. If you light a fire and it travels and kills somebody, you're not a right sayach. Tashma. What about this other case, which we discussed also earlier in the Masechta? So you have a fire. We'll see what kind of fire it is in a second. And you're supposed to be, you're, you're obviously responsible. You lit the fire. You're responsible to be a shamer on it, like everything else. Instead of being a responsible person, you give it over to a kid to watch, a child, a cheresh, a shaita, or a cotton to watch. So, you are not responsible anymore. Midine Shemayim, you are. You obviously did not do a good job over here. And Midine Shemayim, anything it does damage to, you theoretically should pay to the Nizik. But Midine Adam, you're potter. Now why? If you say a fire is a din like an arrow, okay? So if I give a gun to a cotton, okay, and the cotton shoots somebody with that gun, obviously I'm not a good person, okay? And maybe in secular law they can prosecute me for all kinds of negligence. But Lamaisa, I'm not the Ritzayach. I did not pull the trigger. Okay, I was, I was, I was, I was not responsible. I was negligent by giving a child a gun. But Lamaisa, the person who gave the child a gun, did not pull the trigger. If I didn't pull the trigger, I'm not a retzach. So here also, when I give a fire to a cherishet of a cotton, which according to Yechren, has a din like an arrow, I didn't do a good thing. But I am not the person who made the fire go. And therefore, it makes sense. You're not going to be chayv a cherishet of a cotton, obviously, but you're also not going to be chayv the person who lit the fire. So then you should say, It's like he pulled the it's like he pulled the trigger. So I'm potter. That my uh, that my fire has a din of an animal, wild dog, a wild shark, whatever it is. So you can tell me if I have a wild I have an animal that's already a muid, and I give it to a cotton to watch, and it goes out and does damage. I'm potter? Of course not. It's my moment. My moment I didn't do a din shmir over here. Remember, I don't need to be the mazik. I just need to have a shmirah. And I didn't do a shmirah. So the chayra kotor is shlokish that a fire is like a shar. And I did not do a good, a good shmirah on it because I gave it to a chayra shat v'kadar. I should still be chayv. Why is the Mishnah say I'm potter? So the chayra, again, this is a riot to Rabbi Yechanan. says, Remember, we had this machlex before and we did not understand the lumbness of it, now we understand it. Ha'itmar Allah, Rishlokish said, Amr Rishlokish, L'shitasa, Mishmei Dechizkiya, L'ishanu, the Elashamasa, L'gacheles V'libo. Depends what you gave the Cherishat of a Katan. If you gave him a coal, that on its own, would have gone out, so that's like giving him a shar, that's, you know, sleeping, or has a broken leg, and it's not going to go anywhere. If he then does something, the Cherishat of a Katan does something to the coal, Puts you know puts uh, air on it or or lights it up puts lighter fluid okay so then it's a cheshat of a cotton's problem but it's not my problem anymore because that wasn't a sharamazik it wasn't a dangerous thing at that point of a muscle I shall have it says Rishlakish if I gave the cheshat of a cotton a torch and a chenami I'm going to be chayiv my time of bari hazeka that's a moment of mazik so says Rishlakish explaining this mishnah when you give it to the cheshat of a cotton your potter depends what you gave him if you gave him a torch and a chenami you're going to be chayiv. Because that's no different than giving a wild animal that you did not do a, do, a good din shmira. If you not do a good din shmira, you're going to be chayef. Whereas Rabbi Yechonon Amar, I feel shall have his potter. Rabbi Yechonon Lashitasa, he said, even if I get a cheveshet of a cotton, a burning torch, I'm still potter. We had this before. We were like, why are you potter? Now we understand why you're potter. All I did was give him a gun. He pulled the trigger. If the fire would have just stayed where it was, nothing would have happened. The kid knocked it over. The kid did whatever they did to it. But even though it was a lit, burning fire that I gave him, according to Yechanan, all I did was give him an arrow. He shot the arrow.
and therefore I'm going to be potter even if I give him a torch. So what would is Rabbi Yechon, is there a case according to Rabbi Yechon, that I could give a cherishat to a cut in a fire and I would be responsible? There is. If I give him a torch and I pour the lighter fluid out and I stand them right next to the lighter fluid, right, or the equivalent, then I'm ready, I'm going to be chayv. Because then it's mamish that I'm, like, I really did everything. I, the Cheresh did nothing here to make it happen. It all happened pretty much on its own. Cheresh did not really contribute in that situation. So then I would be chayv, you know, according to because that's like, I pulled back the string of the arrow, and I said to Cheresh do me a favor, hold on to this string. Okay, that's already too late. Because the Cheresh is going to let go of the string, and then it's going to be flying. But then I already started the Misa, then I'm going to be chayv. But even if I give him everything, but I don't, Put it all in that situation. So now this machlekes of shlakish and biyechon and hadalon pshat in this mishnah about the fire, but the cheshvat the god is lishitasam on what they hold beish. So it's only going to be that I'm responsible totally if there's a real fire. I'm only potter if it's just a coal. But going to be Yechonon, that it's a din of Chetzei, I'm going to be potter, calls man that I was not the one who pulled the trigger, that Chavishat pulled the trigger. Amarava. So if you look at the Pasuk that we started the year with, it's actually more mashma like Rabbi Yechonin. That Eisim Mishum Chetzer. Why? The crux of the Pasuk says, Kiseitzei Eish. Kiseitzei Eish is mashma. Not that I made the fire go out, but rather the fire goes out on its own. Kiseitzei Eish. It's like the fire has a life of its own. It goes out on its own. Me'atzma. And what does it say? Yeshalim hamavir esa on the other hand, it calls me the Mavir. So why am I the Mavir? According to Rish Lakish, I'm not the Mavir. According to Rish Lakish, the fire is my animal. I didn't watch the animal, fine. But I didn't do the Hezek myself. The fire did the Hezek. The fact that the Pasuk, at the end of the Pasuk, calls me the Mavir and holds me responsible as a person who lit the fire, that's more mashma like a B'yaychanan, that it's an extension of me. It's like an Adam Amazik. I shot the arrow. And therefore, I lit the fire. I am the Adam Amazik. Shmamina Eishim Eishim Chetzei. And there's a Bryson that says it. The Bryson says the Sanya. Pasach HaKasem Niskei Momen. The Pasach says, Kiseitze Eish, which is mashma the Eish as Ke'ilu, a life of its own. And the Eish is a thing that went out on its own. But for Sayyim Beniskei Kufay. But the Pasach finishes, as we just explained, by saying, Mavir Asabeira, that I am the responsible party. Loy says the Bryce and the Pasuk's teaching you, Eishim Mishum Chetzei. The Bryce and Beferish says, like a Be'echeron, that on one hand, the fire has a, a, a life of its own, because the fire moves on its own, not like a bar, except like that. A fire just moves based on the wind. But on the other hand, I am the Mavir. What is the lumbus of between me being the Mavir and the fire having life of its own? That's an arrow. It's Mavish an arrow. I pull the arrow, I pull the trigger, and then the bullet of the arrow flies. Once it leaves my hand, then already it's out of my hand. Then it's not my responsibility anymore. Mm-hmm. Not, not my responsibility. There's nothing I can do about it anymore. And I'm going to be high for shooting it, of course. But I am the Mavir. And therefore, by putting those two together, we actually end up in a very nice situation of that. Just to finish off with an interesting question, the Muki Yasef asks Akash over here. So if you hold Eishim so then how do you light a f- Shabbos candles? So he said, Arishan asked this Kasha. When you light Shabbos candles, it's going to be Yechanan, I am. I am responsible for that fire. So when I light Shabbos candles on Erev Shabbos, it's Ke'ilu L'chaira. On Shabbos, this fire is my fire that's going. Why am I allowed to do that? Kolzman, the fire is a fire. It's like my arrow. Why am I okay with that? 
So the Mukhi Yosef, not a different answer. The Mukhi Yosef says that, yes, it's like you lit the fire the whole time, but it's all metyaches to the moment you lit it. And since you lit it on Erev Shabbos, all the hezek that goes in pulling the trigger happens when you pull the trigger. Yes, it doesn't happen until a few seconds later until it hits somebody, but it's all part of the pulling of the trigger. The activity you did was pulling the trigger. The activity you did was pulling the arrow. The activity you did was striking the match. All that happened Erev Shabbos. So that, the fact that it goes on Shabbos, you're still responsible, of course, but in terms of Hilchas Shabbos, it's all Ke'ilu happened on Erev Shabbos, therefore went up. If I'm just an interesting question and how he's actually looking at this idea of Eshe'it Mishum, let's say, Agut and Shabbos. Thank you.